Hi, this is Kylie, and you're listening to episode 28 of Fix Her Up. Did you guys like my marketing this week? I tried to really step up my marketing game. I don't know if you noticed, but last week I posted a, like a vision board online, and one of the things I said I was going to focus on, and I was going to go slowly this year, was learning different skills for the podcast. And one of those things is marketing, so I'm trying to step up my marketing game. I hope it worked. I think it's kind of working because people are texting me and asking. So I, I mean, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. If this is your first time listening to me, welcome. I hope you like cake. If you've listened to other episodes and decided to come back, would you like a piece of cake? Seriously, I have cake here. Are you a cake person? Like, I know that's, that's actually a question that I ask guys that I'm trying to get to know if they prefer cake over pie um, or some other dessert altogether. Like, I don't know if I'm team cake or team pie, but I'm always team nothing bun cakes and I'm always team pecan pie. So, and do you guys say pecan or like pecan? I say pecan. I don't, you know. I don't, there's probably no right or wrong way to say it. I don't even know. Is there a right or wrong way? I don't know. Anyways, so can I be both? Can I be team cake and team pie? Like, is that possible? I, I don't, I don't know the psychology behind it. Like why, what characteristics are for people who pick cake versus the characteristics of a person who may pick pie. But, um, I don't know. I'm sure there's something I could find out about it. Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to try to look right now. Hold on a second. Okay, let's see if this works. No, I don't want to look at that. Sorry. <laughs> it opened up to a page that I don't care about. Okay, let's do this. Let me Google this. Okay. Oh, my phone is buzzing. There's an emergency in the building, which unless it's something fun like only murders in the building, I don't really care. Oh. Huh. No, it was from it was from Rico giving me marketing tips. <laughs> I do love Rico. Okay, anyways, so I'm back. All right, so I couldn't really find anything about the personalities between cake people or pie people. Um, you know, like I did see a little something that said, you know, pie is savory or sweet, whereas cake is almost always sweet. But pie is always the same shape, whereas cake can be lots of different shapes. So there's like lots of different, I guess, you know, there's good and bad and whatever. But um, I did find something that said that baking either one of them and then sharing your bakes with your friends and family helps battle depression, which I would, I could totally understand, you know, I, I could totally understand that. So and, you know, when you live by yourself, like I've lived alone for a long time and I did previous to being married, I lived alone for a very long time. And if I wanted to bake something, I would always bring it to the office because I'm not going to eat like a whole pan of brownies or a whole cake or something like that. So, um, I would just bake it and bring it to the office and it always made me feel better. And plus people liked it. So then, you know, that makes you feel better anyways. So um, I am dating somebody new and I did ask him about the cake versus pie, but I don't remember what he said. 
I do remember that he chose ice cream when I asked him the like ice cream versus gelato versus custard question. So I do like to ask a lot of weird questions and uh, some of them are about food because I love food. I mean, what are you going to do? I totally love food, but huh? I don't know. I do like to ask quirky questions. Hmm. The answers can be very telling. I'm not sure what they tell, <laughs> but they can still be very telling. So I actually have a cake with me and it's a nothing bunt cake. So I know you're asking why, and I'll tell you. Okay, it's because Fixer Up's one year birthday was just last week. Yay! I can't believe it. Like, I seriously can't believe it. Like, from what friends have told me, um, my friend Matt and Rico, um, a lot of podcasts don't make it this far, which I guess sometimes people realize how much work goes into it, and then, then they just stop doing it. Which, you know, I, I think, thankfully, that's not who I am. <laughs> I mean, I go all in 100%, as Beth has mentioned several times in the past. I probably go 100% in way too soon. <laughs> or at least in half of the stuff I do. <laughs> but I can't help it. It's just who I am. What am I going to do? But not only do I go all in, you know, I've got episodes and ideas that I haven't even gotten out yet. You know, there's no way I would have been able to do like a couple, two, three episodes or something and then just be like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, that's not going to work. I have episode ideas written down that go back to like when I first started working on everything. I don't, yeah, I haven't even explored half of them. And I, I kind of keep like a running ideas board document saved on my, um, on my computer. And I simply add to it when I have a new idea and then I save it as a new document. So I'm not getting rid of like old ideas, but you know, like I have a document that's saved from like last April and then I have one from July and then I have one from August and, you know, and I, and I still, I still am adding to it. I still have that document through 2023 so far. Some of those ideas actually turn into what I publish. So, and I actually need to add something to the doc today. I need to remember to do that. And then I also have like a dry erase board with ideas that haven't made the document yet. <laughs> and then I have some ideas and some stuff I'm actually like actively working on and working on with somebody else that I haven't written on the document or on the erase boards. <laughs> So I'm kind of working without a net. As a woman who's almost 51 and a half, I'm definitely in perimenopause. Like not writing something down is risky AF. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not a good idea. <laughs> but we'll see what this episode morphs into. And I actually just had another idea that I need to write down about something that happened in the first year after my divorce that ties directly into something that I just went through over the last couple of weeks. Like I seriously, you can't make this stuff up, you know? Okay, wait a second. I have to get a pen and I have all the stuff in front of me and I do not have a pen. How do I not have a pen? Okay, well, I'm gonna have to, don't let me forget what that episode is. Like, okay, it should be okay. It's kind of in my head now. All right, that's one thing that I think I'm better at today than I was a year ago. And I know here I am again, comparing where I am today to where I was before, but I think it's 
it's cool though, because it helps me focus on my growth and keeps me striving. You know, I always want to be learning and stuff like that. So, you know, speaking of learning, one thing I think I've learned and Rico actually asked me this last week, what has one year of sharing fixer up taught me? And there's some obvious things, you know, like I've learned about the mechanics of putting on a podcast. And just last week, I learned how to change the pictures on my website. You know, those are good skills to know, but I've learned so much more than that. I think that one of the more beneficial things that I've learned is about my own creative process from what I do when an idea hits me to writing it all out to then eventually recording something just like I tried to do, you know, a second ago, like I I try to write down ideas as they come to me. But sometimes the ideas are so strong that I just simply sit down and like write out the whole episode or like write out like a rough outline of it and then flesh out the details later. Like I did that with the mistress of my domain episode. Like that one was all instinct and I just went with it. It's interesting to me because now I get ideas, like I feel like ideas kind of just flow through me. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I've, I've never been creative like that before. So I'm liking that part of it for sure. Okay, wait, I got to take a drink because I do have cake and I actually have a cocktail too because we're celebrating because I didn't think I'd get here. Kind of. I don't know. I don't even know what I thought. It was a year ago. I can't remember. <laughs> okay, excuse me for two seconds. I'm drinking a pineapple, like a truly or something. It's from Trader Joe's though. It's called the Shell House. They're pretty good and they're cheaper than Truly's and uh, White Claws. So yeah, you can get them at Trader Joe's. They're pretty good. Okay, anyways, <laughs> sorry, I digress. <laughs> okay, so back to the instincts. I think that touches on the deeper aspect of what I've learned. You know, I'm trusting myself and my ideas more and maybe even the universe more too. Like people continue to be placed in my life exactly when I need them, which is still crazy and amazing to me. And I think I'm getting better at recognizing the good contributions that those people can provide me. Like isn't opportunity being at the right place at the right time? Like, isn't that what it is? That's what I've always thought. I don't know. Another thing that's important for me to remember is that my stories actually resonate with people. Like I get a lot of feedback from family and friends and from friends of friends who have talked about it with my friends. Like not only is it nice to get the validation, but it's also encouraging and reinforcing to know that I'm on the right path. Yeah. Being my authentic self is worth it and important, not just for me, but for other people too. That's a really cool thing to, to recognize and to realize, you know, I need to repeat that one for the folks in the back. Being my authentic self is worth it and it benefits me and people around me. That's cool. That's really cool. Imagine if everybody was their authentic self. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. I've also learned some crazy shit along the way, though. (laughs) I've learned a lot doing the podcast and telling the stories and everything. You know, I had a roster. I mean, come on. I learned a lot about baseball, and I'm still not a huge baseball fan. I mean, remember, I think baseball is a big bar with a game in the middle. (laughs) I've thought that for 30 years. I am going and hanging out around Wrigley tomorrow because it's opening day. So, (laughs) so I'm still going to hang out with around all the bars with the baseball in the middle. (laughs) The roster also showed me that I cannot date four guys at once. (laughs) That's way too many for me to handle. (laughs) And how much trouble did I get into with officer Daisy? Like, I think that episode was episode 24 
And I could have called it, do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) She totally schooled my ass when it comes to safety and security. I mean, crap, I went out last week on a first date and I didn't do half of the stuff that she said I had to do. But okay, in my defense, I did Google him. He does come up and some of his history is there and I've seen his socials and I'm on his socials and we've been talking for a while on the phone and on text. And some of my friends knew where I was. So I guess I did some of the things that Officer Daisy advised. And when you Google him, he actually like comes up with the discography. For some reason, that word is hard for me to say. (laughs) But I think it's so super cool. Like, I love music. It's not necessarily my preferred style of music, but come on. I mean, how cool is that? He like has a discography. Is that how I say it? Yeah, that's right, right? That's crazy. It's cool as fuck, I think. Seriously. Anyways, I haven't figured out a nickname for him yet, but um, shh, don't tell anyone, but I kind of hope my body count number doesn't change after his number for a while. Yeah. I mean, we haven't, you know, we have, not that I, not that it's any, you know, we haven't, but we're gonna for sure. <laughs> I mean, he might be somebody I can actually date for a while, which would be really nice. So that seems to be kind of where his mind is at, I think and where mine is at so we'll see how it goes but thanks universe like if that's that's where that's going that's kind of cool it's kind of funny how things have morphed like with the podcast right it makes sense to me that as i've morphed then fixer up has morphed too like i wanted to morph more though you know which also makes sense sense wait okay also makes sense sense yeah okay that's right yeah two different words sorry i'm being silly It makes sense because I'm a growing, learning, shifting entity. So my experiences morph, which in turn changes the podcast. Like, isn't change the only consistent in life? Plus, I'm a Scorpio. Like, this is what I do. I reinvent myself. I I think Beth and I have talked about it. I'm sure we have. I start over all the time. So I'm kind of moving away from the craziest Tinder stuff. And I have been for a while. You know, not that I haven't gone on some really not so dates lately, because I have, but besides some comic relief, they really haven't added very much to my journey. Well, except maybe strengthening my boundaries. Definitely have strengthened my boundaries. <laughs> but the morphing now is is more internal than anything. So which I'm sure you've gathered from my last few episodes. Like no duh, right? So I think that's where I've headed. And that's where Fixer Up is going to be headed. And that's, I think, where my value is added, you know? So this year, let's go deeper. Let's talk to people who can help us mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. Like I said in the last episode, help is all around us. Let's actually go there and like, I guess, lean into it, you know? But first, I think I might need a nap or two or a week of naps. Yeah, probably a week. So thank you so much for listening to episode 28 of Fixer Up. You never told me if you wanted a piece of this cake. It's the raspberry white chocolate one from Nothing Bunt Cakes. And it's my favorite flavor from them. Oh my God, it's so good. Like seriously, I think I'm going to open it right now. (laughs) Here, wait, can you hear me opening it? And I do have a candle and I do have a lighter because I really am going to like celebrate the little birthday here. Okay, hold on a second. Okay. I'm not sure how much of that you heard. 
But okay, here's my little candle. Anyways, the white chocolate raspberry for nothing but cake is so good. It's so good. Every time I get it, I try really, really hard not to inhale it. And I end up inhaling it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not going to beat myself up for it because I've put in the work. So if I inhale this right now, it's fine. I deserve it. I'm going to totally inhale it and it's going to be damn good. So I hope you go get yourself some cake or come over. Come over to my house. See, there, that was the lighter. I really am lighting this. Uh, I should probably take a picture for my socials. Oh, is it not going to light? Oh, there we go. Do we want to sing happy birthday? How many happy birthday songs are there? I mean, besides the main one. I always think of this one song. Like I, th- I want to say it's by like a Sixpence or something. It's like, happy birthday, happy birthday. Is that Sixpence? None the richer. Or, I don't remember. I mean, maybe that was right. I'm sorry if I got the name wrong. Let's let's take a picture of this one. Yay. Yay. Happy birthday. I can't believe it's a year old. It's crazy. What comes next? All these changes are coming next. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay. So go get some cake and then eat it. Knock yourself out. And then afterwards, maybe you should go take a nappy. I'm guessing you're probably a little tired because aren't we all a little tired? <laughs> If you like this episode, please hit the thumbs up, subscribe, tell your friends. If you'd like to get a hold of me, my socials are mkylieD. Email is fixherup01 at gmail.com. My voicemail is 773-236-1112. And my website is www.fixherup.net. Tell me, what did you guys think of the first year? I would really honestly appreciate your feedback. I hope to hear from you. And... Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of my friends and family who have supported me and helped me get to like the one year mark. That's so cool. Like, I can't believe it. It's so great. All the bandits, all of my family, all of my friends who text me comments on it and my friends who tell other people and put stickers in random places in the city. So I love all of you. Thank you so much for your help. It's been great. I hope you stick around and listen to what's going to unfold for the next year. I've got some really cool things lined up that I'm excited about. Hopefully I will take you guys along for the ride. But before all that, I'm going to eat some cake. (laughs) And then I'm probably going to go take a nap. (laughs) Along the lines of needing a nap, I think I'm going to skip the next episode and just give myself a couple weeks off. Like I definitely need the rest. I think the last contractor left my house today. So I I definitely need to like... relax a little bit. Don't forget relaxation and rest is part of self-care. We've worked our asses off over the last year. I know you have. I know I have. So give yourself a little pausa. It's okay. It's good. I want to write, write, write and work on some stuff while I'm not taping. But yeah, I'm excited. So thank you so much for listening. Peach, I'll see you guys in two, two weeks. (laughs) Does that make sense? Peach.